Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. I'm Miss Black, your host, and as promised in last week's episode, today's episode is going to be about the 1520 rule. And you guys know how I feel about these like rules, but let's just I don't know. The 1520 suggestion? Whatever. And what is the 1520, right? So I've been having conversations with people about their how they find out about their benefits and how much they put away from retirement. And it's really interesting because when I first started thinking about retirement and how much to contribute, the number 15 or 15% of your gross income was kind of like the rule of thumb, right? 15 to 30%. And then as with most things, financial guidance changes. And once I found, you know, things like the FIRE movement, which is financially independent, retire early, it was like 15 is not enough. How are you going to do it on 15%? Uh, percent? And so here is the thing about the 15% rule. It really works well the earlier you start. So if this is your first job as an educator or your first job, period, if you're not an educator, the 15% rule will really help set you up for a successful retirement account. And the trick to it or the the highest leverage part is that you must always do it at the 15%, right? So contribute it. Now, if you are an educator, you generally don't get matching funds. But if you are working in a charter school, you just may. So I know that when I worked in a charter school, my charter school matched, I believe, up to 6%. It's an odd number, but 6% was what they matched, which meant that if I wanted to make it to the 15%, I actually had to contribute 9% of my salary so that I would hit the 15%, nine from my from my own contributions, and then I got the 6% from the charter management organization. And so even though I was putting away 15%, I was only missing 10% of my, you know, I was only contributing 10%, 9%, excuse me, of my gross income. And so what I'm not going to get into in this episode is, whether you should, you know, just invest so you get the match if you get a match, or if you um, should invest in an outside account. That's another conversation, and that's what stops most people from contributing. It's kind of it feeds or contributes to 
financial, you know, not financial, but analysis paralysis, right? You get so much information, you get overwhelmed. And sometimes you just have to take the leap and then figure out the details later. And so I want you to just have that 15% in your mind um, as your ultimate goal for what you want to contribute to your retirement on a consistent basis if you are starting early. If you're starting later, you definitely are going to have to contribute a larger percentage of your income. But even if you're starting later, especially if you're a public school teacher, you're on a salary step and so your income should be more. So it may not be as much as you think, but that 15% is really um, a magic number. And the 15% accounts for you investing that money for 30 years. So it's you committing to work and contributing to your retirement for a full 30 years. And that's where the magic has happened. So 15%, you may, when you look at it, it is, and why only, you know, why a minimum of 15%. And so when you're starting out, starting out with 15% allows you to save for other things. And what could those things, it could be saving for the down payment of your house. It may be your ability to pay down your debt. It may be purchasing a new car, putting away or, or putting, yeah, putting away, investing 15%. And this is not saving. So let's be really clear. When I say 15%, it doesn't mean putting 15% in the savings account. It means investing that money where your money is going to make money and you're going to benefit from compound interest. So please don't think like, oh, if I just save 15% of my salary, I'll be able to retire comfortably. You won't because inflation will eat away your money. Not even, I can't even say slowly, but surely. It will surely eat away your money. So this doesn't mean that you're saving 15% of your gross salary. It means that you are investing 15% of your gross salary. And with, you know, investing and growing in compound interest, you can get to a million dollars in that 30 years easily um, and without thought. And even though I'm saying, you know, the 15%, that's based on what your current salary is. As you know, your salary will increase and that means that you should be well over a million dollars by invest, investing that 15% over 30 years. If you want to beyond, be beyond the numbers I'm about to share with you, then you know that you can invest more in order to get beyond that number. But that basic number of the 15% for 30 years. And if you invest your money, and when I'm talking about you're investing your money, I'm not even speaking about, you know, having invested in Apple or Amazon when they first started. This is in a simple S&P 500 index um, um, investment. So, and so if you don't know, an index fund follows an index, the S&P 500 is an index that you often hear about on the news every night and they tell you whether it's up or it's down. And the S&P 500 has averaged 
9.74% over the past 30 years. So for the chart that will be in the notes, in the show notes, I just rounded that 9.74% up to 10% to make things easy. I also put in in the chart for the, sh- for the show notes, um, the fixed return of 7%, because if you are a New York City public school teacher in our TDA or 403B, you have the option of investing in a fixed fund and our fixed fund returns 7%. And so that's another option for you. And if you're no longer a UFT member, but you're still an educator and sometimes coaches and other positions um, that don't fall under the UFT still contribute to our TDA, those people can earn 8.25% in the fix. So I put a chart in the show notes for all three. And so let's get into the numbers because I've described to you what it is. So 15 15% for 30 years is the magic Um, formula. You can always increase or decrease. And I share on the chart and I'm about to read to you like what it looks like contributing 15% versus 10% versus even 5%. So let's say that you contribute 15% of your salary. And I did this on the new teacher salary as of September 20. 23, a new teacher in a New York City public school will be earning $61,070 a year for for their first year. And so 15% of that would be $9,160.50. And then I took that and divided by 12. So if you're going to contribute 15%, that is $763 a month. And we said we're going to put that in an index fund that would earn approximately 10% on an annual return. And after 30 years, you would have, drum roll please, you would have $1.52 million in that account. So that's no fancy choosing stocks, trying to figure it out. It's a turtle way to go. And that's if your salary stayed at $61,070 and every month you contributed that $7,603 with a 10% return. Now, if you only contribute 10% of your income, that would be $509 at a 10% annual rate of return, you would land at a cool $1 million. So it's possible to to land at a million dollars on 10%, but you really don't have any wiggle room and you're not accounting for inflation because what a million dollars looks like right now in 2023 and what it would look like in 2073, not 2073, excuse me, 2053. It's two different things, but you would end at that million dollar mark. And then you're like, oh, I just can't do it, but I can do 5%. 
That 5% means that you're contributing $254 a month at 10% annual rate of return will get you to $505,810. So you're just at a half a million dollars with the 5%. I don't know if that's going to you know, meet your needs, but it could. And that's the difference. Now, as I stated before, you may say, I want to keep, you know, I'm putting this money into the, my jobs plan. And in New York city, that's our TDA. And they're offering a fixed return of 7%. If you did the 15%, that's the $763 and you got a 7% return on it, you would end up at 800 $70,691. $10%, which is 509, you would end at 580,841,000. And at 5%, that's 254, you are ending at $289,000. But if you're not in a UFT line, um, and you contribute and you get the 8.25% with contributing 15%, you end up with 1.275 million. At 10%, you end up at 729,967,000. And at 5%, you end up with $364,266. So those percentages matter. And again, they are just really simple numbers and I'm going to put in the show note a link to the calculator that I use to give you these numbers, which is a um, at investors.gov and it's a simple compound entrance calculator. And so you can just put in your numbers based on your salary. You have to determine what percentage. And then once you figure out what um, percentage that you're going to contribute, contribute, you do the math and I'll put the formula in the, the show notes as well. And then you'll be able to figure out how much your, what percentage you're contributing and how much money you would have compounded over a 30 year period. So if you're always wondering where does this 15% come from and why, it's with the understanding that if you do that 15% and you've started early in your career, you'll have a sizable nest egg when it's time to retire. For those of us who are educators and are have access to a pension, it is even better because this money that you're contributing is beyond your pension. So as a New York City educator, you contribute to your pension, which is one bucket of money that you will get over you know, your lifetime. And then you have the option to contribute to a 403B, which is another bucket of money. So contributing this 15% um, in addition to your pension contributions guarantees that you'll have enough money, right? Because you'll have your pension and then this money will be extra funds that will help you 
you know, live comfortably and not necessarily be on a fixed income with your with your pension when you're thinking about contributing to your retirement. So again, the 1530 rule, that's 15% for 30 years will get you to a sizable retirement and you'll be able to live comfortably and generally hit that million dollar mark that most people are looking for. And if you are fortunate enough to work in a school system that offers you a pension, this would be on top of that contribution. Now, when I say 1530, that's a minimum, right? So that's just for you to think about like, how can I minimally be comfortable? If you're starting later, you're going to want to up that percentage. If you want to do other things like purchase a house, a car, save for your children's college funds, all of those things, the 15% will allow you to do that because your salary will also increase as you're working. So don't think of it. It may be you know, a bit of a struggle in your first years of working, but as your salary increases um, and that 15%, now also understand I'm saying the 15%, but there is also a, you know, a government guideline around that. So if you're making more, you know, if you're, you're over that, um, $100,000 mark in your career because, you know, I just did it based on a first year's teacher salary. But in some cases, you may be making, you know, over $100,000. 15%, the cap the government puts on right now, so you're the amount you can contribute to a retirement count right now, um, like a 401k is 22 or 43b is 22500 dollars So if you are making enough money that you go beyond that, you know, that money is more than the than your 15%, you wouldn't be able to contribute it there. You would then have to look for other vehicles such as a IRA. So you can contribute up to $22,500 to your 401k or 403b. But if you make, if your salary is higher than that and you still want to make sure that you're contributing the 15%. You could also look at contributing to a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, which generally caps um, for traditional IRA this year is $6,500. Yeah, $6, and for a um, Roth IRA, you also need to look at what your income, make sure that you're not going over the income limit, but you can contribute that much as well. So that would help you add up to the 15%. And therefore, you know that that's kind of the magic number. So what is the first, the highest leverage action step that you can take to uh, start this process is do the math and then go on to TRS or if you're not a New York City public school teacher into your retirement um platform and increase your contribution to the 15% if you're not there and now you know how and why it works. So 
find out the percentage that you're contributing, increase it to a minimum of 15% if you're not doing it. And you know that in 30 years, you will have a sizable retirement bucket that will allow you to live at the lifestyle that you have will have become accustomed to. So I hope this clears up any questions that you have about why the 15% and the charts in the show notes will help you understand, you know, what that looks like on a, um, on a, you know, what that looks like on your salary. The formula will also be there. And that's for a new New York City teacher. If you're an experienced teacher, whether you're mid-career or towards the end of your career, you can do the math and figure out what it looks like, whether you have the 30 years um, and factoring factor it into your retirement plan so that you can maximize your options. Thank you for listening. And remember, stay in the black. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...